Good morning. Welcome to the Awakening Podcast. Um, I'm going to be discussing a lot of things that are happening right now in the world. Um, some of the things that I've gone through personally with my awakening and my spiritual journey, and other interesting topics that you would like me to cover. So this episode is just going to be a little bit of an introduction to myself. Um, I had a spiritual awakening in 2012. Um, What sparked it was a lot of life changes at the time. I went from being in a marriage and a mom of three kids to being a single mom with my three children. And navigating that new role was extremely hard. Um, At the beginning of my separation, I also met a soulmate who uh, we were together for not a very long time, but it was probably around four to five months. And when that relationship ended, it was the catalyst for my spiritual awakening. Um, throughout the relationship, I learned a lot of lessons, a lot of, um, wounds were coming up to be healed and it was just too intense for me at the time because I was going through so many other changes in my life that I had to end the relationship. And then after ending the relationship, I regretted it and that's when the pain and suffering came to the surface and it was the most unbearable pain emotionally that I've ever felt so far in my life. And it's true, they say with throughout suffering, something beautiful can come from it. And I awakened to a new version of myself. Um, that's the short synopsis of what had happened. So after it's been, what, almost, it's been eight years so far since... I've had my awakening and I haven't really been using my spiritual knowledge in the way that I would like to to be able to help other people navigate their spiritual journeys and their awakenings because when I was going through mine I had no one around me that understood what was going on and it was really scary so what I did was I went online and I just you know, would be Googling certain things that were going on and I would come up with different answers. And so that's pretty much how I knew I was going through a spiritual awakening. And that I also was not the only person going through it, just not going through it in my area. There wasn't anyone that I could talk to about it. So it was a very lonely, lonely time in my life. And I, if you're going through the same thing, I would like to be there for you because... uh, there's times during it where you actually think that you could be going crazy. And I did try reaching out to certain individuals in my life and they were very concerned for me. And in the midst of it, it's so scary at times where I did think to myself, hmm, maybe there is something wrong with me and maybe I need to go to a hospital and get help. But I stuck it out and I would kind of ground myself and realize that no 
this is just the change that's going on and you are okay. Also, I think this is a good time to come out of my shell because we are definitely going through some major changes in the world right now with the coronavirus epidemic, pandemic, and it is definitely going to be triggering a lot of awakenings for people. They're going to start questioning things around them, the societal structures around them, and I know that you're there's going to be a lot of people looking for answers and for help during this time. So this is the perfect time to launch my podcast. So that's a little backstory on myself. So the first part of a spiritual awakening often starts with the dark night of the soul. Um, The dark night of the soul brings up anything and everything that you have never dealt with in your life, and it brings it to the surface to be healed. It is an extremely painful and difficult time. You, You need to surrender to the process and allow the feelings and emotions to be felt. You need to be loving and caring to yourself during this time. So when my dark night of the soul started, it ended with a very, what triggered it was a what I believe to be um, <clears throat> a twin flame relationship that ended. And the feelings of loss after that relationship were indescribable. I've never felt that type of pain before. I would go to bed just sobbing at night. Um, yes, it it was so new and strange to me because I hadn't known this person for a very long time but the feelings of love were just so strong from the beginning and so during my dark night of the soul so many things from my past were coming up whether it would be I would find an old journal and I'd be reading through it and it would be from um my childhood and some wounds that I had from then would come to the surface and I would feel those emotions and I would allow them to be healed and then it was almost like a release. I was releasing them from my energy field. Um, During this time as well, I pulled away from a lot of people because I really needed to be alone to process everything and I was also very um, empathic at that time so I could sense a lot of other people's energies so being in large crowds um, talking with someone who was feeling negative I could feel that and it was very almost like my body just was um, what is that word would just be repulsed by that I guess I could sense if I was talking to a friend I could sense their negativity and it was like I wanted to just like protect myself and like put myself into a ball so I couldn't feel that um I also during this time ended up having to quit my job because it was 
I just couldn't be around a lot of people. And I guess at the time I was able to financially do that. So I really took a lot of time to just be alone and to read and to learn about spirituality and read other people's stories. And it helped so much. Um, so if you are going through something similar to this and you're in the midst of it right now, please feel free to reach out to me. My email is kindwinp at gmail.com and I will put it in the show notes because um, if you have any questions and would like any guidance, I would love to be able to help you during this time because I know how lonely it can be. So a few signs that you're experiencing a dark night of the soul. Um, You begin to have... uh, purging symptoms um so something that I did was when I was going through things in my apartment at the time um because I had just gone through a separation I was going through like my wedding looking at my wedding dress photos um photos from my childhood all these things I didn't want to keep them any longer because it was like holding on to a part of the past that I wanted to move on from. So I just started chucking everything out. I got rid of my wedding dress, um, my wedding album, which actually I did regret because I did want to give that to my children. I got rid of childhood photos, um, all of my like medals from school, all of those things because there was a part of me that they were part of the past and I didn't want to hold on to those because it does carry an energy and it was time for a new me to um a new me to come to the surface and I didn't want those old things um bringing my holding on to that energy from the past because it just was no longer needed So purging, if you have the desire to start purging things from your past, that is a sign. Okay, um, another sign. So you stop caring about what society says is the way to live, and you feel like you want to be more authentic. So I also noticed that growing up, we always think that we need to graduate high school, go to university, get a good job, get married, have kids, live in a great neighborhood. Those are things that we're, we all strive to, to have. Um, but you start to question those things. Is, does, do those things truly make you happy? Do you need to do those things to be successful? And what is success, first of all? Those are things that you start to question and you realize that no, those things are not needed and you can pave a new way of, of, of life and a new way of um, what success is to you. It doesn't have to be what the mainstream says it is. I live to live more of an authentic life. So I always, an example, so when I was married, I was always saying we need to have a house, we need to buy a house. If I have a house, I will feel happy. And I no longer needed that to feel happy. I knew that that was just um, a pressure I was putting on myself that I needed to have this to be successful. And no, I didn't need that. 
something else that I also um, did or came to the conclusion was um, I used to wear like a lot of makeup. I had to have my hair looking a certain way. My makeup had to look a certain way every day. And I went through a period a couple years where I just stopped wearing makeup completely. Like, why do I need to wear this to feel attractive? Um, men don't need to wear makeup and they look good. Why can't I? So that's something that I did during the time. So you're just kind of finding your true authentic self. Um, you start to want to learn about Eastern philosophies and spirituality. I started to read a lot of different types of books. Um, wanted to like go, I went on the internet a lot and looked at different spiritual practices. It's kind of became like an obsession at the time. I wanted to learn as much as I could. And that is your consciousness is expanding during that time. Um, I did bring this up before, but childhood memories and experiences come to the surface. You might come across photo albums, um, meet up with friends from the past. Um, Just those types of things. You'll have a lot of childhood memories that will come into your life. And it's almost like you're healing your inner child. And you're setting your inner child free because we always have to keep that inside of us. That inner child that doesn't have the hurts from the past. Um, You can also feel like you are dying because there is a part of yourself that is dying. Your ego is dying and it is extremely painful to experience that for sure. A new you is emerging. And then you experience suffering. So for myself, that was when the relationship that I was had been in, my twin flame, we separated and it brought on ex- an extremely, um, the most intense suffering I've ever experienced. And also something that happened to me during this time was, I remember there was one night when I was lying in my bed And I was crying so much. And all of a sudden, it felt like this. I felt this energy of someone that was was hugging me. And it was the most um, comforting feeling ever. And I never really knew what that was. But... I'm pretty sure it was my higher self that was just connecting, merging, and telling me that everything was going to be okay. Um, You'll also notice synchronicities and coincidences start to happen. So something that I would notice would I be thinking about a certain person and that I hadn't seen in a long time. And the next day, I'm at the grocery store, and what do you know? I see this person. Um... I started to see a lot of numbers. Like I would look at my phone, it would be 1111, 444. Um, I'd be driving and I would see like a license plate in front of me would say 888. It was a lot of repeating numbers. So that was a synchronicity, coincidences. That would happen a lot in my life at that time. 
And the last sign today I'll be talking about is you might discover that you are a healer. You might be drawn to different types of healing modalities, such as Reiki, there's the chakra systems, the energy bodies, all sorts of different um, types of healing, energy healings that you can learn about. You might become a healer, a healing practitioner yourself. Personally, I did take a Reiki course, an energy balancing course, which helped me a lot um, with learning how to balance my own energy. So yes, I hope you found this interesting and gave you some clarity if you're going through this at the time. Thank you so much for listening and please reach out to me with any questions you have. And I am looking forward to um, talking with you all again next week. Thank you. Take care. I also just wanted to clarify, um, the name of my podcast is called Awakening to Your Truth, not The Awakening Podcast, which I had said at the beginning. So I just wanted to um, acknowledge that. Thank you.